If you want to escape to one of Israel's best beaches and combine it with excellent cuisine and a bit of crusader history, then the place to go is Herzliya Pituach. This seaside community, which is also one of Israel's largest high-tech centers, is just a 10-minute drive north of Tel Aviv. Exit Route 2 at the Herzliya Pituach exit and proceed west to the open parking lot at the corner of Wingate and Abba Ibn, or to the Herzliya Mall parking lot. There, a pristine, two-kilometer-long beach is spread in front of you. Walking north to explore this popular stretch of the Mediterranean will bring you to the archaeological site of Apollonia National Park. However, some visitors may just wish to relax at the waterfront, where an umbrella and some chairs can be rented and a drink can be enjoyed. Even a typical Israeli breakfast can be had at one of the many waterfront restaurants right on the beach. After several hours of basking in the sun, visitors can shower and use one of the changing rooms at the beach before heading on to explore the Herzliya Pituach Mall. There you can enjoy a wonderful alfresco lunch or dinner with such choices as sushi, Italian or Greek cuisines and always excellent fish while taking on the views of the sailboats and yachts docked at the harbor. The afternoon can also be spent renting a boat with a skipper to explore Israel's coastline. Many charter companies post their names and phone numbers on their boats, but note that unless you can gather a group to share the cost, this could be an expensive proposition. If you are not the seafaring kind, but would rather soak in a bit of history, walk north along the beach for about 30 to 45 minutes, or drive to Apollonia, following the brown directional signs on Wingate Street. Driving will of course permit you to venture into the elegant side streets to visit the numerous ambassadorial residences in this diplomatic community. Some of these homes are easily identifiable by their national flags or emblems on their gates. Immediately before arriving at Apollonia, note on the left the tall minaret of the Sidna Ali Mosque. The mosque is open daily for a visit to its prayer halls, but requires modest dress. On Fridays, Arab worshippers arrive by charter bus to worship at the shrine, which was built about 500 years ago to venerate the Arab warrior Al-Hassan ibn Ali. From there, it's a short drive to the main gate of the Apollonia National Park. Apollonia is located on a Kurkar promontory overlooking the Mediterranean. On a clear day, you can look south to Jaffa or north toward the high-rises of Netanya and beyond. Looking down into the shimmering waters of the aqua-colored sea, one can easily make out the outlines of a former harbor as well as the remains of the early Islamic period wall that had fallen into the sea many years before. The natural harbor was used at the end of the 6th century BCE by the Phoenicians, Apollonia's earliest settlers, who harvested snails to produce a purple dye later used in the making of religious and royal garments. 
The Phoenicians named the settlement Arsuf, and later the Greeks renamed it after their god, Apollo. Immediately upon entering the national park, you can observe a well-preserved portion of the Crusader moat, and immediately beyond the remains of a Roman villa whose inhabitants no doubt enjoyed its unobstructed views of the sea. Time permitting, you may wish to follow the sea path route rather than the more direct walking path to the Crusader fortress. Walking along the ridge, note the Byzantine water reservoir and stone-lined pool, both of which were part of a sophisticated system that supplied water to the inhabitants of the then 70-acre city. These are the only remnants from the heyday of Apollonia of the 5th and 6th centuries CE. At that time, the city dominated the coastal plain and was known for its glass manufacturing, its port, fishing industry, and oil and wine presses. At the end of the Sea Path Trail, enter the imposing Crusader Fortress whose walls are surrounded by a 30-meter-wide and 14-meter-deep moat, the largest in all of Israel. The fortress was constructed in 1241 CE, under the leadership of King Baldwin I, who conquered the area and renamed the city Arsur. Subsequently, in 1265 CE, Arsur was attacked by the Mameluk Sultan Bibars. One of the most impressive surviving structures at Apollonia is the two-story inner gate of the fortress, which is reproduced on the seal of the crusader nobleman Signor Bellion I, whose residence was at Arsur. Then proceed to the observation point of the keep, which was part of a 30-foot-high tower, and try to imagine the crusaders attempting to defend themselves and the fortress against the approaching Mameluk army with its massive siege machines. The 2200 large ballista stones displayed at the site and the remnants of a fire in the burnt room are a vivid reminder of the ferociousness of the 40-day battle that ultimately destroyed Apollonia. If visitors are fortunate enough to visit Apollonia during the summer, they can enjoy an evening of live music under the stars in the fortress's courtyard. The National Park Ranger should have a concert schedule at the front gate. At the conclusion of the visit, you can return to the beach via a nearby path to enjoy the sunset from a seaside bar. Well, that's been our trip to Herzliya Pituach. Thanks for joining me today.